0: We're gonna get you in the house to make your way back to your seats. Let me say good morning to everybody who is online with us as well today. Welcome to Colwood Church. Um, my name is Sean, and I'm one of the pastors on this team. And you are a real talkative crowd here today, so this is a good thing. Why don't you turn to somebody beside you and say, "Just thank you for being so good looking today." Go ahead, let them know. Uh, just thank you. It's a good looking group today. It's good looking. Well, what a great morning. Thank you for um, carving out some time to be with us on this Sunday morning. What a beautiful morning and so many different aspects. And we're glad that you get to be here to be a part of this. And so thank you for being here today. Now, how many of you would be able to admit with me today that, that life is a journey? Have you experienced this before? Life is a journey. I, I, I got to tell you, over the last week and a half, my wife Lisa was away. So it was me, and I was with my, with my two kids. So um, I just got to right off the top say I'm very thankful for my wife when she's around. Uh, you know, like this is what... But th- this is one of the things that Lisa wants when she gets back home. She wants to be able to walk into a house that is clean, or at least relatively clean. So if I were to tell you this about who, who I am, like as a teenager, I was a fairly clean guy. I mean, I I, I hated the fact that my my siblings lived like slobs and their room showed it. I remember having to share a room with my brother for a a number of years and I would never walk to his side because it was unclean, right? Like, and then over here we had clean. When I at at least had graduated to my own room, I was able to set up my room the way I wanted it, and I would never let my siblings come in my room because they were were slobs, and I didn't want them to disrupt the things that were going on around me. So then I I actually grew up just a little bit more, and I entered into my my young adult years, and in my young adult years, I decided to say goodbye to this thing called bachelorhood, and I decided to uh, get married, and I I married Lisa, And, and it was there where I quickly learned that there's a whole other way of life. Like, completely different. I I, I quickly learned that it was not okay for me to leave the toilet seat up when I went to the washroom. I'm like, how dare you disrupt my, anyway, I I couldn't do that. Even when I wanted to throw some clothes onto the floor, relatively, but there were times when I do that. I I quickly learned that I I was actually unable to do that. In my own bedroom, I I couldn't do it at all. And then in a couple of weeks, Lisa and I are about to experience our 25 years of, of marriage together. And through through that journey, I've I've learned a few more things about my relationship with Lisa. I have learned that there are things that I should buy her, and there are things that I should not buy her. And I've learned the hard way, I think, through some of those things. I've even learned that there are some things that I should say to Lisa, and there are a lot of things that I should not say to Lisa. What I have learned in this journey so far, I've learned this, is that I have been trained like a puppy. (laughs) <laughs> like, I have been learnt the ways of life that were different than when I was a teenager or a young adult, but training today. And, and today, I, I would like to unpack that idea of training because I think all of us walk through it, and in fact, all of us are on this journey, and I'm going to propose to us today that we are on a journey together, but in training together. And so if you're ready, say, I'm in. Okay, here we go. So if you have your Bibles here today, I'm going to read a couple of texts to give us the context, and then we're going to pray, and then for the next number of minutes, we're going to kind of unpack what has been happening. So out of Ephesians chapter 4, verses 12 and 13, it says this, that the goal is to prepare God's people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up Until we all, somebody say all, all reach unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. Somebody say mature, because this is a big word for us today, but attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And then out of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8 says this, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, say it with me. Train yourselves to be godly, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. As we've read the word of the Lord together today, will you pray with me one more time? Father, thank you for the life that is here today. And now I pray that you would allow us again to see what you are communicating to us as a church family, but then as individuals in that family. I pray that through the preparation and the study that has gone into these um, minutes that are in front of us, that you would be, um, be the focal point here today. And I pray that you would challenge every single ear able to listen to what we're about to say. What does training look like for me? In this life of godliness, what exactly today are you trying to gain out of my life today, Lord? And may we all be in that posture of humility today to say, how can I learn and train to be more like Jesus? And so I give you thanks for these moments, and we ask that you be with us for the rest of this morning. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. And everybody said. Come on, everybody said. Amen. Amen. This morning, I'd like to speak to us from the subject in training. Now, if you happen to miss last week, we launched with our September series, IN. And this whole month is going to be dedicated towards vision and direction. It came out of about a 10-month journey with many people from the church, our board, our pastors, and we dwindled it down to get to this word called IN. And this idea for the September month is that we are looking at vision and direction, We learned that in Proverbs 29, 18, that without vision, it means that we run wild, that we go wayward, that we perish. And so vision is essential for our lives today. And I'm asking you again the question, what is the vision of your life? Do you have vision for the many things that happen in your path and in your journey? What, in fact, is the vision for this church? And that's what we're trying to look at a little bit. But did you know this? Did you know that God has a vision for your life? Do you know that God has a preferred future for you? Like he has got a plan put together and he's ready to give it to you. Here's my question. Are you ready for it? Are you ready to see what would God want to do with me? And sometimes, and I love what legend of faith, Oswald Chambers says, but he said this, sometimes it looks like God is missing the mark because we're too short-sighted to see what he is aiming for. And this is interesting for us today because what it talks to us about is that God has an idea and he has a plan for you. Now, vision, as we discussed last week, it's got to be imperative and it's got to be possible. This is super important for us today Vision, when it comes to faith, has to be mission critical. It means that there is something that important for you, and on top of it, it is possible. Meaning that we're not going to try to set you up for failure here. We are going to try to make sure that you have training in godliness. And it was here where we landed on two words that we are directing our church in when it comes to this fall. And it is the word training and relationships. We're going to look at what does that look like inside the walls of the church. We're going to look at what it looks like outside of the walls of the church. The direction and the theme that we have set up for ourselves through the course of this year is this idea of being in Christ. Somebody say that with me, in Christ. We're going to look at the book of Ephesians uh, more specifically as we roll into the month of October. And today we understand this. We are into a lot of things but here's the question but are you into Christ There are a lot of things that you are going to say are going to guide and direct and lead your life but I'm here to tell you today when it comes to the faith vision of your life we have to land ourselves of being in Christ and so as you see that I'm wearing this shirt, uh, last week I asked our church, hey, listen, are you ready to be in Christ this year? To which the audience then responded with these words, I'm in. I asked last week if you're wanting to be in a life this year that will bring training and development into your life, and the, re- and the church responded with. And then I asked, what about your relationships? Are you ready to dig a little bit, little bit deeper with accountability, belonging, and care? And the church then responded, This is our marketing scheme right now, okay? This is not about money thing for us, but this is what we're saying together. In fact, the marketing scheme of it is if you haven't yet got your bracelets on your way out today, make sure you get one at the door. What you're saying is like, I'm in. I'm in this year. I'm ready to kind of roll with this. If you like this beautiful T-shirt that I'm wearing, it is not free for you, but you can pick one up in the Welcome Center after and get that down. There are only a few shirts left, but this is the idea. I'm in because we're gonna go into the things of Christ. Now, if we are in Christ, it means two things for us this year. And this is where we land today. Are you in to training? And this is what we're gonna spend our time looking at today. The statement that you're gonna now see on the screen is the in-training statement that we have for us. So Laura, let's put that up there. But every person knows their identity and purpose in Jesus and are equipped to do God's work and to help reproduce that life-giving faith in others. Take a look at that statement and ask yourself, is this me? Do you today know your identity and purpose in Jesus Christ? If not, then we're asking you to engage in some training with us. Are you doing God's work in your life? If you're not, this is an opportunity for training for you too. And catch that word at the very end there, reproduce. And are you duplicating who you are inside of somebody else's life? If you are not, this is an opportunity for you to engage in training. So I'm asking you, do you have a vision for how you will train this year? And if you don't have some suggestions for that, guess what? We do. And we're gonna tell you about what that could look like for you. Why? Because training is imperative, and guess what? It's possible. I believe that you could train and develop yourself. Now, before I jump into this idea of training, let me give you a couple of thoughts today. To, it's kind of like the preamble to get us to why training. Then in a few moments, I'm going to talk to you about the why of training, but then I won't leave you hanging. I'm going to give you a how of how can I train this year, and you're going to have options in, in abundance to figure out what can you do in these moments. Uh, in 2022, uh, Lisa and I, had, I took this picture that you'll see on the screen right now. I stood in Lahaina, Maui, Hawaii. I stood under this tree because if you don't know something about me, this is a good piece of um, tidbit for you. I love trees. And I love trees especially when it comes to their systems, their roots. This is the banyan tree that I was able to take a look at where you see the core but because of its uh, um, growth through the, the course of the land, it goes under and it builds new roots. Like this banyan tree is, is absolutely stunning and beautiful. Trees like this for me are a picture. It's an important picture. It actually comes out of Psalm chapter 1 where it says that you and I could be like trees like this banyan tree that are absolutely rooted. And in every season, it could produce good fruit. It's a fantastic picture for me. It's a prophetic picture for me. It shows me with God that when I give myself to training, that this is the kind of life that I can get to. Now, unfortunately, as you have watched in British Columbia this last year, And not only that, but what we saw in the devastations that happened in Lahaina. I was walking those streets just over a year ago personally. Here's the next picture for you because you now know what happened in that moment. Now, I want you to look at this picture with a different lens just for a quick moment here. I want you to look at this as a prophetic picture. God is saying and communicating something through a picture like this. Look at the banyan tree that I stood at. Many of you have probably stood at that banyan tree at some point in your life as well. Look at the devastation all around, and guess what is not standing? Everything, except what is standing the tree. Now, make no mistake here today, this tree has gone through incredible damage, and they don't know whether or not parts of it will kind of come back to life, but it still stands. When I watched the forests and the devastation that happened through B.C., trees didn't have the opportunity to stand. They were devastated, but this banyan tree decided to stand. In fact, experts are actually telling us today in regards to what has happened in Lahaina right now is that this tree, they are very optimistic that this tree is going to come back to life today. Why? Because of its incredible root system. See, when you give yourself to training, it is going to develop a root system. And no, keep that picture up there, please, for me for a second. It keeps that root system aggressive and growing. Notice that the banyan tree right now has been charred and devastated. Here's the point, that your life, even though you give yourself to Jesus and you give yourself to training, you are not void of getting into a little bit of trouble and suffering in your life. That's not the encouragement for you today. But I'm here to tell you that even in the midst of the fire or the storm, whatever may come your way, if you give yourself to being in training, you could develop your root system so that life could come in every season of your life. Training. That's one thought. The second thought is this. Um, I, uh, I'm going to admit to you right now, I do not like working out. Anybody else with that? Like, I sometimes feel like I'm allergic to gymnasiums, right? <laughs> Even though I, um, I don't like it, I, I know its value. So I give myself to be able to do that. Um, but there's one thing that I have learned through this thing of, of, of working out, is that when I go at working out alone, I could go a long way. I've proven that in my life. I know it's true but you know what's even better when I get into training and that I not do it alone is that I then lift with someone else. And do you know what those... I don't know like if they're messengers from God or messengers from the devil as they yell at you. You could do this one more time and you could keep going. I'm like, get away from me, Satan. All right, like just let me be in this moment. But I know that in my working out, I can go a lot farther with somebody else than I can do it alone. And the same is true with training. You can go at this thing alone for a really long time. You're going to get far. But I'm here to tell you today, when you go at this training thing with somebody else, you are going to go much further in your life. So we've got roots. We've got the ability to train with others. And this is the platform in which we can now approach this training idea. So here's the statement that I want to give to you today. The gain of train will develop due and deposit. The gain of train will develop, do, and deposit. I believe today that there are some things that you will gain when you give your life to train. And so today, let's take a look at what those things would be. The first one that we see is that word development or develop. The Ephesians text told us that we are to prepare, or another translation will say equip, God's people. And that word equip or prepare in the Greek word means this, complete furnishing. Have you ever looked into your home space where you live and have noticed that there's something that should be in your space that is not there? That you need to sleep on a bed, you need to have toilet paper, that you need to have food in a fridge? This idea of train, equip, prepare, means that you completely furnish your life with the things that God has for you so that you are then able to train. To commit to training today, it means that you're going to furnish your life. I love this picture today because there are some things in our proverbial bodies, homes, life that need some furnishing to it today. My question again to you is what do you need to furnish your life with today? What are the things that you feel that God would speak to you and say, hey, it's time to put this into your life? And again, we have to remember that in the, this idea of the gain of train, this first phase of development, we, as you looked at our statement, said that we want everybody in this church to understand their purpose and their identity of who they are in Christ. And so within this today, it is our opportunity to know that when I step into training and the development of myself, guess what? Your purpose and your identity are going to be revealed with what Jesus has to say to you. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 says this, that all scripture is God-breathed, and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and say it with me, training in righteousness so that the man or woman of God may be thoroughly equipped there it is completely furnished for every good work the way that we are going to go about your development this year is with this book that i hold in my hands it's called the bible the word of god this is going to be the guide in which teaches you why because it just showed us that all scripture is meant for your training and for your development so that you will be completely furnished in your life at all times, no matter what the situation is going to look like, whether you're a good-looking banyan tree or you're a charred banyan tree. You will be completely furnished to get yourself to what God wants you to do. And that training today is so that you and I today together, as it said in that text, it said to do every good work, which takes us to the second thing, as to why training is going to be important for you, and it's the word do. To have a vision today for this allows you to live empowered. It allows you to walk in confidence that when you start to learn more and more about who you are through your identity in Christ, that you get this confidence that comes along in your life. The goal of this one right here is that it will enable works of service. As our Ephesians text said, that we're gonna equip you so that the people of God do every good work of service so that everybody could be lifted up. And it's this idea of do. Today... What are you going to do when you give yourself to a life of train? And this is where God is going to reveal things in your journey as to what he wants you to do. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 reads that for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, there it is again, to what does it say? To do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I want us to see today that you and I, we were prepared a very long time ago with a purpose, with an identity. You have been given a skill. I don't care how old you are in this place to to how young you are in this place today. We have all been given a skill to do something in God's church. Now here the question becomes is, do you know what you're good at? Well, let's talk about your shape for a second, okay? And no, I'm not talking about your size. See, one of the tools that we use here in this church is, is called the SHAPE assessment. You can find it online. And in fact, if you have not taken the SHAPE assessment, this will help you to understand your skill. It will teach you to understand who you are, your spiritual gift. I will go through these spiritual gifts, the heart, the abilities, the personality, the experiences, is what the SHAPE acronym stands for. This is a phenomenal tool, and once it's completed, One of our pastors will be talking to you about what did you see, what did you do. But we have to know who we are, again, purpose and identity, which then flows to this ability to do what God has asked us to do together. The reality for this area of training is so that we can reach our neighbors, we could reach our coworkers, we could reach people in our schools, we could reach Victoria. We could reach the world. And here's the beautiful part about this. God needs you. He has equipped you for this season in your life. He has placed skills into your ability set so that you could do the good work of life which then leads us to the third piece that I see as to why training is important. It's not just only that you're gonna be developed or the fact that you could do, but it is now this idea of deposit. The language is so that the body of Christ may be built up. So here's, here's the question. How can the body of Christ be built up if you don't engage in developing yourself and doing what he needs to, for you to do? How can we do it? So here today is where we kind of land. This paradigm shift of everything that we have talked through over the last few moments is, is now, it was all about me. It's me, me, me. But there is a paradigm shift that happens when we give ourselves to training and it moves from a we to uh, me to the we. See, this now is all about how we can develop and do something in the life of somebody else so that we can serve. Here is the deal. Someone in their journey of life, listen to this, they need you. You may feel like you don't need them, but they need you. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're that important to this whole story today. Somebody needs you. Galatians chapter 5 verse 13 reads this. That you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge in the sinful nature in the flesh. Last week I talked about this phrase, in the flesh. And it is the contrary. It is the opposite of being in Christ. And notice what it says. I want you to not be indulging in the flesh. Why? Because I want you to serve somebody else. That's why this deposit thing matters right now, is that when we give ourselves to training, God is going to release you to deposit what he's built in you into somebody else so that all people can grow in maturity together. Again, I cannot underscore how imperative this is. You are that important to what God wants to do in the training of his church so that we all come to faith in him. This is all about the reproduction of what Jesus has placed in you already. And some of you think that what Jesus has placed in you is insufficient or not enough. I'm here to tell you today, it is more than enough because that's who he is. So let me put the statement back on the the screen. So I'm inviting you, if, if you're going to be in Christ for this church in this season, you got to be in training. And this in training, look at it again. Every person, do you know your identity and purpose? Are you equipped, do you know, to do God's work? And will you reproduce that life-giving faith in other people? Now, I did share with us last week that as we did this process, we had an inward and an outward look at this whole entire thing. We're going to talk about in-house, we're going to talk about out-house, and I'd like to give you some of the how, because I'm telling you right now, that was intentional, my wording, don't worry, (laughs) totally, and it caught your attention. I'm glad you're listening, Pastor Tyson, Uh, this is good, but inward and, and outward, because I've pitched to you, I've pitched to you the banyan tree and its roots. I've pitched to you, do this with other people, relationship. I've pitched to you the develop, the do, and the, and the deposit piece. All good things, but how, Sean? How do I get involved? And I'm glad you asked, let me tell you. So these were, the, these were the, the, now the, the means in which the pastors came up with as to how we're gonna allow you to develop those roots, to do this with people, so that your training would allow you to understand identity and purpose so that you could do the good works and then reproduce this in other people. And this is where we landed. I'm gonna give you two things in the inward, I'm gonna give you three things in the outward. Here they are, first one, connect groups. Now some of us could contend that this is a relationship conversation, and guess what, you're right. I'm gonna talk more about this next week, but today, this fell into our training. Let me tell you why. Connect Groups for our church was strong pre-COVID. Now it has become a vital imperative focus for us because we realize this is the number one thing people are asking for in this church right now. We see that people are hungry for relationship and what I would contend for here is that this will be, Connect Groups, they're going to be the primary way in which you will dig deep roots into the life of this church. In fact, I would say that it's going to not be as surface as you may think, but this training is going to happen once you commit yourself to being in groups together. Pastor James is going to be our lead on this. He is the guy who is taking charge. If you've got questions about connect groups, you're talking to Pastor James and he's ready for your conversations. He's going to pound the pavement. He's going to define what those groups will look like. He's trying to identify leaders. He's trying to find homes he's doing everything but listen to me today remember what we've talked about here in training it is about your development it is about doing and it is about depositing so where it lands us today is this is we need you in order to make this happen like God has equipped many of you in this room to be leaders or hosts to make these connect groups happen and we now need you right now we need those homes we need the facilitators why because this is all about reproduction This is about allowing some people to learn the patterns that many of us have had. Because we're all on a spectrum here, right? We're all on a spectrum of maturity. The neighbor beside you today may be fully mature. They may be immature. They may be somewhere in between. Don't tell them what they are right now. I mean, I see some of you looking. Just don't do that yet. Uh, But this idea, we're all on a spectrum somewhere. But this is all about reproduction and helping other people. Let me say this to some of you mature people in the room. And for some of you who have held groups in this church for a really long time, it's time for you to reproduce. And you're like, how dare you make me kind of leave my group and do something? No, 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 listen to me. There is a way for you to continue with what you've got and to start something new. Why? Because our church has identified that some of you mature people who are now huddling in your groups, and those are good things. But it is time for you to take some of that leadership and give it to somebody else who is desperate to grow in their maturity as well. And I'm asking some of you who have run groups for a really long time and it's more closed to open up a little bit here because when I read the lens of scripture, it is all about the reproduction. It is all about being able to grow everybody to maturity in Jesus Christ and we need some of that mature leadership to be deposited back into people who need to grow in Jesus Christ. That was bold. Um, one of the first connect groups that you could get involved in happens today at lunch, First Steps. Pastor Tyson talked about it quickly. I'm not going to belabor this. But if um, if you have not had a connect group experience, this is your entry point right here. You need to come to lunch today. So come back at 1230 to do this. Off of First Steps, connect group lunch, this is what happens. You land yourself in the home of a pastor for the next three to four weeks. Lisa and I are going to be leading a group. I believe Pastor James and Bethany are going to be leading a group. But you get access to a pastor for these number of weeks. And then off of there, we hope that we could then plant you into other moments. You could go to our website today. If you're looking for a connect group, you could take a look. Pastor James has been building it to let you see and to know what's going to take place. So you can do that. That's the first inward piece. You guys came really early. Sorry you're standing with me. But uh, That's okay, I got something to say here. Uh, The second thing is classes. We believe that for your training this year, we have to place in front of you things that are gonna matter. And so classes is that other thing that we've been identifying. And here, very quickly, I'm gonna give you a bunch of options that you have for yourself. As Pastor Tyson talked to you about, encounter happens on October 1st. We do this about every second month and counter nights are all about your training spiritually. These are nights where we dig a little bit deeper with music and prayer. You need to put these onto your calendars because this is training your spiritual man or woman as well. On, on October 2nd, we've got the evangelism course. I was so pumped to see Marty make that personal message for us today. That's very cool to see. Pastor Tyson talked about Sabbath on October 3rd. This is about a spiritual rhythm. And I'm telling you, you put Sabbath in, watch how your roots grow is unbelievable what can happen here. We have different weekly prayer meetings that happen in this church every single week, whether it's women's groups or men's groups. Take a look, get involved in what is happening. Did you know that we have an identity course happening in early November? And the identity course, this is more for women right now. We're looking for a male facilitator for something like this as well. So guys, I mean, this is for you too, but we need a leader to do this but this is all about ladies understanding who you are this is the purpose of our training identity and purpose in november we're going to release a a course called forensic faith apologetics crazy deep word but we're going to teach you about why do we believe in what we believe in the early new year we're going to jump to alpha team nights we're putting some marriage things on the map check out our website i'm telling you today that these are the ways in which you could train there's lots of stuff now the outward focus The outward focus that we looked at were care ministries and community classes. Like what are the things that we could do in our community that would invite people in so that they could also train and develop? They may not have relationship with Jesus Christ yet, but the idea is what can we give to people that are there? We're going to talk about things under financial assistance, alms, different classes. One of the most exciting courses that we're launching this fall is divorce care. October 22nd, maybe this is your path and this is your journey. It's been met with a lot of shame and condemnation. Well, we're ready to rewrite the script for you. So you want to get signed up for something like this, it'll be great. I know I put it under community classes because we're going to let our community know that we're invested in them. Is this for us in here too? Yes, it is. But I needed a picture for this section too compared to the first one. The second thing that I see in the outward focus of what we're gonna do with training is this thing called strategically placed. And I'm gonna explain a little bit more of this as we go. It's not fully developed yet, but we're gonna talk about how when you leave this room on a Sunday morning, guess what, the training now begins. Yes, this is important training this morning, but once you leave these doors, The training field is in your purview, and it is time to go, and we're going to help you to recognize this year that the moment you leave this building is the moment where Jesus Christ is going to do something deep within Monday to Saturday of your week, as well as we hope that you will always engage on the Sunday mornings because you're still that vital here, too. And the third thing that we're going to pay attention to um, in our outward is immigration. We've noticed what's happening in our community. I notice what I see when I stand on the stage and look into our church and the different color and ethnicity that is coming to our city. I love that God is so thoughtful and smart with what he's doing. He is sending the nations of the world to us, and we get the ability to partner with these brothers and sisters in Christ, and we get to invest in them. We want to look at support systems for immigration. We want to look at things like ESL. We want to see, because how many of you know God loves his world, and he loves everybody in it, and we're excited for what we're gonna do. So we're going we're gonna to train you. We're going to train you inward, outward. And I'm excited for what God's going to do. So I'm going to invite you to stand with me this morning. Um, I've asked um, the worship team to come back today because we sang a song earlier. And I'd like to start on, I will build my life, I think, today. But this is what I'm asking you to do. I just gave you a lot of stuff. Here's where it comes down to. Okay, God, if I'm going to be in Christ Jesus this year, and I'm going to be in training, what do you want me to do? So let me ask you, do you need to just develop yourself this year in training? Do you need to do something in training? Or do you need to deposit in training? We've given you a lot of opportunities, but like, I'm not God. What would he want you to do? So may I invite you for a few moments? Because that song talks about, I'm going to build my life on you. I'm going to build my life on what you want for me. So my invitation to you today is to perhaps right now just close your eyes and ask God yourself, how am I engaging this year? So go ahead right now with where you're at. And as this team sings this over us and you begin to sing with them, what is God saying is going to be your journey in training so that you grow deeper and know who you are in Christ. So ask him, because I believe he'll speak. pray that we would do this with other people because we go further but I pray today that you would seal that which I should be involved with in the life of this church this year that as I long to be in Christ I commit myself to being in training and so Jesus I invite you to um, seal the things that we have spoken about today upon hearts I know you're speaking because I know that it says that all scripture is God-breathed, which means that you want us to be in training so that we could do good works, that the body of Christ may all come to maturity of faith. Remind us today that we have got a role to play in this story, that we have been gifted with an ability that is from heaven itself, that you want to place here on this earth through me and through us. And so Jesus, I give you thanks. For what you are going to do as together we dig roots. And so as we lead into this week, I pray that you would um, direct our steps as we walk out these doors. The training session now begins and may we desire to be like our teacher today. So help us to completely furnish our lives built on the foundation of you in Christ, and because of that, Jesus, I can say to you today, I'm in, so let's do this together. I pray these things in Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Amen. If you are here today or you have been online with us, um, part of this idea of being in Christ means relationship with him. Maybe you have never asked Jesus to come to be a part of your life this is your story today, I'm inviting you to text the word LIFE to 250 Click the link if you are on the screen. But a pastor will come and be a part of that journey for you. My invitation to you today is come to First Steps if you've never done that before at 1230. We've got room for you. Let's start that path. And on your way out today, if you have not got your I'm in bracelets, make sure you get them at the door. You could also go grab a t-shirt. I see Pastor Tyson and James in our Welcome Center in the back corner. And if you are brand new here today for the first time, make sure you go say hi to Pastor Tyson and James in the Welcome Center. We'd like to personally welcome you. Have a great week, everybody, in training. Let's go, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.